And we're back. This week's Delve Further, episode 11. I'm learning how to count. Last week we had Boopasaurus. Now we have the one and only Ham Tornado. Hey. Fung, how are you doing? Good, good. And <clears throat> Boop will definitely help with the counting because as anybody who's been watching any contenders knows, he is a numbers man. Mm. Um, <laughs> all the way up to 11, right? Who knew? Yeah. Goes <clears throat> Goes way past 10. So surprisingly enough, there are numbers larger than 50 that we can count mm -hmm. to. We might not have 50 fingers, but we count to them nonetheless. First, I wanted to kind of jump into something that is a little cliche for esports, a little okay. cliche for gaming, because we do kind of replace our names in a way, right? We have mm -hmm. these handles and some of them have really cool meanings and some of them are incredibly some dull of them are and boring. Jake for Jake, yeah. Jake Lyons. Joy you know? Yobin, you know, just your name. And and that has a, a, a respect that it has like a charm to it as well. But oh, yeah. mm -hmm. your handle, Miss Ham Tornado, how how it did is. that come about? Can you tell me the story about the origins of the ham tornado? Well, <laughs> so it's it's incredibly deep, super nuanced. Mm. I was actually meditating in a cave for very zen of you. Well, in in a way, I was meditating in a cave because, like, all during my high school years, I was like, you know, just a hermit essentially, like sure. a super loner, just in my room playing like Oblivion all day long. <laughs> um, so, so in a way, it was a meditation, and I was like super into Oblivion, mm. and I would like spend hours like trying to find all like the random Easter eggs and like how do I pull like an infinite heavy ring out of the bottom of a well man like you can't breathe there's so much water and um and so i was watching this uh this um youtube video where mm. they console command spawned like a thousand pieces of ham and it was just called like ham tornado or something and um spawned like a billion pieces of ham and like the engine is like doop 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 like thinking so like it would just spiral down into like ah. uh, off of this cliff and create a beautiful ham tornado from like that point where they threw all the ham and which is you know lovely sure, sure. Um, <clears throat> doesn't beat the 10,000 watermelons rolling down a hill though uh, but <laughs> what sold me was what sold me was this comment somebody was like you know ham tornado sounds like a porn video of two butchers 69ing and I was like <laughs> That is true. That Yo. is a very apt comment. Yo, all right then. Now I'm going to remember this forever. So that was kind of where it came up. And I think it was, um, I think it was around like World Cup 2016 that I started playing Overwatch and mm -hmm. I needed to create a name. And I didn't really have like a real gamer identity, like you said, like not even like a tag that was like my real name. Chloe, what's going on? Do you need to go out? <laughs> The door's open, silly. Okay. Um, she wants to play. It's all good. Uh, she, um, yeah, so so I didn't have a tag, and I was like, you know what was, so I was just thinking, and of course, because, you know, Two Butchers 69ing is cosmically hilarious, mm. I, I just picked Ham Tornado. Yeah. Interesting, interesting. Now, mm -hmm. that, that kind of uh, moves into an interesting little subsection of, of the show notes. Um. Were you a big fan of uh, of Skyrim over Oblivion? What was your your favorite Elder Scrolls game? <laughs> oh, all right. Uh, now we're now we're digging into the good stuff. A little bit. Um, yeah. So I I do like Skyrim. It's certainly different from Oblivion, mm. and from what I hear from Morrowind fans, mm. the uh, the third Elder Scrolls was the real, yes. genuine article. The OG. I'll have you know. 
you know, Ted Howard, you sell out. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. Skyrim, Skyrim was tons of fun. I just like it. I think it depends on like what you're looking to get out of the game, mm-hmm. which is, um, you know, uh, and even with like a franchise that stayed as consistent as it has with like the Bethesda Elder Scrolls stuff, like Skyrim is a little bit more of like a casual experience. If you like spec into a hundred sneak, you can literally yeah. like one or two shot like these like dragons and and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So it's a little broken. It's like a little wonky. Maybe the quests aren't as like deep, but you know, I still found tons of enjoyment out of it. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Now, as I alluded to on the pre-show. I, you know, I like to do a little bit of a dive into my guests and, and try to find mm-hmm. little tidbits and little, you know, factoids that we can bring up as, as little historical documents to kind of entice the viewers to go out and, 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 and find you and, and interact with you and maybe, Aha! you know. It was a Cheeto wrapper from the year 1991. Exactly. Yeah. See, you know, you get me. You get my, my sensibilities. Mm-hmm. Now, I found the story of Dr whore could you could you elaborate on exactly what 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 is that what is what is dr whore and i think dr hooker as well what is dr whore why is dr hooker um so it was uh i so before i came into esports i was going to the university of california berkeley to go to medical school Mm -hmm. and um and i for a time i worked as an emergency department scribe so essentially like a a personal assistant catch-all for like these doctors that you would you would need to know the system right like labs tests like what is this person came in with like a broken foot you probably want to you know order a foot x-ray like those kinds of things right <laughs> sure. so you're essentially like um you know like a courier you're speeding speeding things up right so if you can't anticipate the doctor's needs then you're doing good um yeah so i was working as a scribe for quite some time and uh, there was there were two two doctors there. One of them was an ER doc called Doctor Hooker, Kit Hooker, hmm. <laughs> and and you know like he he comes from a long and venerable line of hookers, um, Mormon. So a lot of yeah, siblings, yes. a lot of family members. Um, yeah, there's <clears throat> a long line of hookers, and he was he's one of my favorite doctors in the emergency uh, back at the hospital where we worked, and. Um, <laughs> But Dr. Hoare, and he's kind of like what a Dr. Hooker might look like, large, solid, you know, reassuring presence. Mm. Um, and But Dr. Hoare, real Dr. Hoare, and it was always the joke. It was like, Dr. Hooker paging Dr. Hoare, right? Mm. Dr. Hoare, please come down to the emergency department for a consult. Um, and she was a tiny Asian uh, GI doc. Hmm. And super bubbly, super friendly. She obviously loved the fact that her married name was Dr. Whore. Um, no E and uh, actually no W either. So just like her oh. H-O-R. Okay. Right? Interesting. Um, yeah. But just Dr. Hooker, Dr. Whore. Every time she came down, I feel like she like made it a point to go and find Dr. Hooker just so that they could like. <laughs> look. And, like <laughs> and then she would head back up, you know, to like the 11th floor where people have like ulcers and our pooping bubble. So. <laughs> Again, like that's the type of stuff that I find really interesting. You know, the the, the personal stuff, the, the the strange anecdotes that you might hear um, in esports sometimes are, are are pretty pretty out there, but entertaining nonetheless. No, now, it was definitely a selling point for that emergency department. 
Sure, yeah. I I I would want to go and see Kit Kit Hooker. Kit Hooker. That sounds like a PI in like some sort of film noir movie. I know. You know right? what I mean? It's something that I I'd expect Monte Cristo to like review at some point while playing you know, Dungeons and Dragons while sipping mm-hmm. bourbon or something. Like, ah, yes, the story of Kit Hooker. Mm, story I see. of Kit Hooker. You know Private I mean? eye. Some, like puffing yeah. on a cigar. Mm-hmm, exactly. Yo, they could totally, hey, I mean, House has been out for like, you know, ages now. Bring it back. Dr. Hooker, right? Sure. I mean, Netflix. Where you at? There we go. Netflix is sponsoring everything. Is Might it, as right? well. Dr. Hooker, right? <clears throat> Dr. Well- Hooker and the Incredible Dr. Horror. <laughs> Are they like medical superheroes? Yeah, exactly. They have they have superhero identities outside of the medicine uh. that they do. Yeah, but because they're emergency <laughs> doctors, they never have a chance to fully expose those aspects of their lives. And it's really a meditative piece on kind of the existential crisis of being torn into. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, that's my pitch. What do you guys? Let's go Netflix. Start shooting six months from now. <laughs> exactly. We have we have Chris Pratt. We've got. <laughs> I can't think of I can't think of a, a lead actress. Uh, Ham, def- you play. You, you're the. Yes, there you I, go. I am Asian, not the right Asian. A little bit too tall <laughs> to be Doctor War, but I am totally down. Whatever, just put me in, Coach. There we go. There we go. Now, when it comes to esports, when it comes to your involvement in it, I know that mm-hmm. you kind of first dabbled with it with i think a league of legends worlds event do you remember which one that was is that is that accurate was uh it, well was dabbled i would say like that was just kind of my straight up first experience oh, okay. ever watching like <clears throat> ever watching an esport event sure right the year of our lord you know 2019 and that was only like two three years ago <laughs> um <clears throat> so i i kind of talked a little bit before mm-hmm. about my like how I actually just came into video games because like for me and I think probably for a lot of um, Asian American you know first generation Americans sure. who have Asian parents you know video games was like on the level of like drugs mm-hmm. in, in badness and things we don't do right <clears throat> and um, so like for me video games was always something like somebody else did and that I was supposed to like look down on, mm. you know, because like, oh, well, they don't go to like math school. Like I went to math school and, you know, won awards at math school and went to Chinese school and got awards and like Chinese yo-yo and stuff. Um, you know, good, good things that you're mm-hmm. supposed to do. Um, <clears throat> so I like just vi- like video games. Is for- I just like played like RPGs, like whatever I could play on like my crap ass, like PS2, which I still had from when <laughs> I was like 10. Um, <clears throat> yeah. So I never really got into like actual gaming until I would say that like league event, I was watching it with an ex who used to be competitive player okay. um, in league. And so he was the one who kind of, he was the gateway drug, mm. got me into that. And I was like, yo, that this bad is bad like- influence. <laughs> Oh, uh, he's, you know, off being super successful at Astro Gaming now. So what do you know? Uh, <laughs> we all we all ended up OK. Sure. Uh, but yeah, so like that was I was like, yo, this is like mad good, like production value. And even though I couldn't understand the game mm-hmm. necessarily, because like that was the first time I'd ever watched it. Um, I could tell that there was a lot of nuance 
going into like positioning like <clears throat> managing like cooldowns which i didn't know what they were at the time or you know like trying to like farm gold for like the later game and and so on and so forth i could tell that there was like a lot of it wasn't just say <clears throat> uh you know just like people playing to to win right some mm -hmm. vague you know whatever there was like a lot of thought in the same way that you would enjoy like a really good like rugby game or sure. something i'm a big fan of rugby or <clears throat> there there was you know analysis you could tell that people were putting a lot of time and effort into these honed strategies and that was what like got me into it i was like oh, it's like a challenge to kind of like understand what's like going on right because sure. it's like so much more complicated than just like you know click head forehead right definitely now i do find it kind of interesting when everybody got into their games you know how exactly did you find overwatch and when were you kind of sold that this was something that you wanted to pursue Huh. So I I was sold on Overwatch. Well, actually I was like super resistant to Overwatch. I'm oh, like okay. I I was I was I'm always like this like stupid contrarian. I say stupid contrarian because a lot of people are contrarian because they have some deep-seated like reason because they're like, "Oh, well, you know, like I'm a vegan because the meat industry da da da, you know." And what I'm like, I don't eat much meat because I'm just too lazy to like cook it, sure. right? <laughs> and um and I was like super resistant to Overwatch for a really long time cuz like I just felt like <clears throat> it's like all everybody's talking about overwatch meh you know like mm -hmm. i like like watch real stuff like rugby right <laughs> when the two things have nothing to do with each other right you can sure. have, you can enjoy both of them but um i watched world cup 2016 back in the beyblade meta yes, yes. and uh, kitty kitty was playing on team france that definitely sold me too that there was a <laughs> there was a female player on team france um yeah so that's when i was like yo Yo, I think like I think I just stumbled on something like super dangerous. Like the first time anybody uh -oh. like <laughs> like smoked weed or whatever, they're like, Ooh, this is right? fun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that yeah, was yeah. like that was like the feeling I had, like the rush of like and, and listening to uh it, it was a uh, Monty and Doa casting, I think, like the first game of Overwatch that I ever watched. Mm -hmm. Um and I was like sold, man. Like like listening to like Monty like break down like why that didn't work when it worked all those other times or you know like why this team is like weaker than this one blah I was like because because you know the the thing with like sports is always like I never got to participate in those either sure. when I was growing up right sports was like for people who weren't good at school <laughs> as my my parents would always tell me um so I I never had access to that but like video games and especially Overwatch right which is you know if you're not as mechanically skilled, there's like less mechanically demanding roles that you can play, right? Mm -hmm. Like the entry, the entry bar is very low. Sure. And I finally felt like I like could could fully participate in in a game, I guess, right? Mm -hmm. Without any reservation. So that was yeah, that was like the moment. I remember for Boop though, and I'm just gonna say it again because sure. he says it all the time. I think it's really funny. He was like, I loved Overwatch so much, I bought it on the floor of BlizzCon 2015. When they first announced it, he got on his phone and like pre-ordered it right there. I remember <laughs> watching the the trailer when it was kind of announced for Overwatch with like the the museum scene with Punch Kid and the gauntlet. <laughs> and I remember right. watching it, and I remember the lead up to this BlizzCon being like, you know, Blizzard's going to announce a new game. Like it's not Diablo, it's not StarCraft, it has nothing to do with Warcraft. It's new, and I'm like, 
I've grown up on Blizzard games, so I I have to I have to see this. This is crazy, and I'm watching and I'm watching it. And, and my family's like play Blizzard games. My my first gaming experience is watching my dad and his friend on LAN playing StarCraft One on a projector, and I'm just sitting on the bed like eating popcorn. I'm like, this is amazing. I love this. So, I had I had to see it, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm watching yeah. it. And I'm watching it. And I'm like, what is this? I don't even know what this is. This was, I mean, it was cool. It kind of looked like Disney, like Pixar almost, but yeah. I don't know what this is. And I remember my dad was like, yeah, let me know. And he was like sleeping at the time. Like, Hey, I saw that new game that Blizzard posted. He's like, what is it? I'm like, it's like some cartoon shooter thing. And he's like, Oh, I'm going to go back to sleep. I'm like, all right. Yeah. I mean, I can't blame you because it was Nailed just so it. random. It was just so out of left field. From what they, I mean, it was, you know, Marines and alien bug things in space and orcs and humans and, um, you know, an adventurer goes into the pits of hell to slay demons. And, and, right. and now we're a, a monkey with a zap cannon and some weird yeah, purple lady with a gun. Like a 39-year-old edgelord. Yeah, it's like, where, where did this Club. come from? <laughs> Yeah, it was quite wild. It was so crazy to me that 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 was the big shift for Blizzard. And, you know, again, who knows what they'll what they'll come out with next. Mm -hmm. But I, I mean, yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Oh, I, I was just gonna say, yeah, it was definitely a leap. Because mm. like, I'm like, retroactively sure. experiencing all of like, the shock and like questions people had because again for me like that was just like the baseline sure of course for esports right mm -hmm. coming in and then surprise like no blizzard had a whole nother potentially successful like starcraft yeah. esports go like way back in the day like 10 years ago and that didn't work out and like league has actually been kind of like you know really successful with the world's mm -hmm. thing and, da -da -da, and then csgo they have their corner and blah and 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 yeah there's like tons of history actually to go back and like dissect and and what this meant for for blizzard in terms of like taking another go at esports definitely definitely now with with in regards to blizzard we'll kind of get not into that but now you're kind of i would say partnered i don't know if that's necessarily the right word i'm an I'm affiliate in, maybe the periphery of the galaxy sure, of just sure. swirling around i'm like one of those brown dwarf stars that has no gravitational pull of my own i'm just like sucked into the vortex yeah <laughs> i like it i like the 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 analogy but i first remember seeing you and leg day cast uh i think it was nexus cup i'm sorry Way back. I'm no <laughs> i i actually was taken back by how good you guys were like just oh, day thanks. one honestly um i remember listening to you guys and i remember getting kind of um i knew mushu from an interaction i had with him during blizzcon 2017 we had had dinner oh. with a bunch of people and he kind of you know pitched me the idea of broadcast gg and i'm like yeah that seems really interesting like let me know when you guys like kind of like you know are formed or the organization kind of pop paper yeah actually, you know. and, and let me know and i'd love to you know see what you're about and and you know let's let's make something happen and he did mm -hmm. and i got hooked up with you guys and i remember doing what was it like open division it was one of like the open division finals i think ajax was playing in it oh it was like 420 blase it i remember yeah. having having to be corrected that was i i remember i remember you guys like I, I really like that duo. I've really, really enjoyed you two. And I was Aww. kind of like sad when, when they split you up, but you know, Gams I, and gams, right? It was so, it was so good. You Like it was like the perfect level of like 
it still had that entertainment value. And Leg Day did his own thing with like color, weirdly enough, because like I he he actually has come <laughs> he, into his own as like a play by play. He's just a font of of knowledge. You can't mm -hmm. keep it all in. You can't you can't just keep him in the play by play role, man. <clears throat> what yeah. really lit the spark for you to go out and do all of this on your own? Because I think that's something that I want to kind of push people out to do more of is, is like, if you want to do something, if you want to write, if you want to go paint, if you want to be a public speaker, just go out and do it. Mm -hmm. Build those habits. So like what really started that for you? Yeah. <laughs> Why are you a grinder? Why am I a grinder? God, what a, if only, if only we could answer that question, I feel like a lot of my other problems would be solved. Um, I don't know why I'm a grinder. You could probably like go back to, you know, just the fact of, like the way that I was raised. Sure. Right. Like my parents, <clears throat> as much as I complain about like the Asian American experience, mm -hmm. man, why do I get video games? That's like a viable career too. Jeez, mom. Um, and, uh, <clears throat> but like they were, my, my dad went to <clears throat> the, uh, Beida University, which is like the Harvard of China. Sure. And then my mom went to Tsinghua University, which is like the Yale of China. And in particular, my mom, she came from a tiny village, Beizhu Tsur, mm. um, on like the outskirts of Hebei province, like close to Beijing. And <clears throat> this was like right after the height of Mao. So people were like starving. There was like no food. She would go out into like the the fields and gra like collect yetao which is like wild grass which they nowadays they use to feed pigs but that would just be for like her and her siblings and so like time was like super tough and i understand their this mentality that like a lot of um asian immigrants come to the states with mm -hmm. is like this is like the world that they lived in is so vastly drastically different from where sure. we are so like the <clears throat> Like trying to instill your kids with like those core values that you think are going to like help them get ahead, like grinding, right? Like it doesn't matter if this is like not something you really want to do. If you have to do it, you're gonna do it, right? Mm -hmm. And um, and I think that's probably like the biggest. Like I'm not even that hard of a grinder. It's crazy, but like, like my mom still wakes up at like daybreak. Sure, like, works all day even on weekends you know it comes back home and still cooks like three home cooked meals and everything so like i can't i can't really hold a candle to her 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 uh work ethic mm -hmm. but i do think i see kind of like this like the thing with esports and one of the reasons that i started up scrim nights or you know mm -hmm. went forward with it is like there's a lot of people with such great ideas and so yeah. like that's they have that spark right i don't often have that spark i'm not really i'm not as much of like a creative driver um but you know even in say like me and boop's partnership sure. i'm the executor right so like have that idea how do we turn that into something that can happen and with me my idea was like hey maybe i'll give this casting thing a go i have no idea i i think i'm just dumb <laughs> like like to the point where you're like well if i find like some kind of success here what's to stop me from like still grinding towards sure. it right like uh, you know, nobody's telling me I'm should quit and like, you know, kill myself or sure. something like that yet, although that does come eventually. Um so yeah, I mean like me and Leg, I actually remember coming into BGG's server and Leg, I had no idea who he was and mm -hmm. I, he was like new to BGG too, and he was just like randomly like this is like the kind of thing that I really love about Leg is like he kind of has that same mentality. It's like Yo, so there's like this like tournament, this Chinese one. Um, yeah. like nobody's doing it. Somebody wanted 
do it with me and i was like oh me because we had no idea what we were doing <laughs> like and we just like went for it right and i think kind of like the maybe one of the reasons that we were so successful was there was no preconceived notion of like what that was supposed to be like sure. there was no pressure you know to be to perform or we could just essentially do whatever we thought was going to be the best and just try it mm -hmm. right and my internet is still so bad at my place i like went to my friend's house at one o'clock in the morning and just like squatted literally <laughs> in the living room casting over like the nexus cup thing and then our feeds and then like this chinese stream would like freeze and then leg would be ahead by three seconds because he's sure. on like uk internet and i was on like united states internet i don't even remember what the original question is but <laughs> just go go for it i <laughs> love tangents like we'll get there sooner or later Oh, man. I mean, at first you interviewed Boop, and then you interviewed me. You got, like, two casters in a row, and you got to know we can, like, flap our gums for yeah, hours. Yeah, I um, <laughs> continue, please. Oh, no. Okay, so, yeah, but that that was kind of just, like, that feel of, like, they're – right? And everybody was super hot on esports at the sure, time, too. Sure. Super hot on Overwatch. So that definitely helped. Like, right now, I feel like the field is slowly becoming more saturated, obviously, mm. over time. And, you know, kind of the the <clears> – <throat> conventional way to broadcast overwatch has been like more of that path has been Definitely. laid down so people are like oh okay so that's what you're supposed to do when i come in i expect this 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 kind of thing so maybe we wouldn't get away with something so so fucking scuffed because <laughs> literally like like we had like i remember we got like a thousand viewers because mm -hmm. lunatic high was playing yeah. like the third day or something crazy and me and leg were like freaking the fuck out like over like 1k viewers holy shit and i was like make your bed dude make your bed right because like <laughs> it was <clears throat> literally him in his bedroom and yeah. me at that point in my friend's kitchen and people would be like cool fridge ham can i have mm -hmm. it and you know um and and he wouldn't make his bed. I remember at one time his mom came up and was like, "Hey, do you want me to like dish you up a plate of you know shepherd's pie or you know whatever?" That's and he was so like, "Mom, cute. I'm casting." Not <laughs> now, mom. Not now. <laughs> I'm I'm being an esports broadcaster, mom. I'm trying yeah. to be an e athlete. An, an athlete, okay? Yeah. You don't understand. Yeah, yeah. No, she she was totally sweet and and um, but yeah, it was kind of that whole like fresh face like there's mm -hmm. no we have we're like we're like if we were any more on the bottom of the totem pole we'd be kissing the basement you know we have nothing to lose at, at this point and i think like personally at least this is something that is informing more of what i do is like mm. as as your profile rises right and i <clears throat> i'm sure this is the same for leg and you know anybody who goes on this journey but like the more your profile rises the you know the more cautious you you have to be sure, of course. obviously right more people are going to be looking and mm -hmm. i think it was yeah like we just we just had nothing to lose and we're just like let's do it man and then we were like trying to like self vod review and we didn't really know like what casting was supposed to be like um <clears throat> like only i remember like only after like the first two or three casts like did we actually figure out what is like play-by-play -play mm -hmm. and what is color right before we would just like talk whenever we felt like it and and leg had a little bit more background sure. but he was just like okay so i'm gonna talk like now and then like when i stop talking like you go <laughs> right and then so we're just like yeah we just like go for it um <clears throat> that was that was kind of that whole nexus cup thing yeah yeah but that's but that's the kind of charming thing about just you know two people don't really know each other all that well just going and talking over some games and and, yeah. and that's cool and that's very mm -hmm. much that grassroots esports feel that that i remember that i remember you know chris puckett coming in with sundance di giovanni with a little bit of chest hair popping out like early late well it would be like mid late 2010 
2011 in in that area you know mm-hmm. just talking about games who knows what they did the night before but they were there <laughs> championship sunday talking about whether it be halo or gears of war or call of duty maybe starcraft i don't know you know mm-hmm. it, that's that's the stuff i remember you know just just people hanging out talking over games it's very much it's- like an fgc thing but you know that's what i got from from you guys and it was really Aww. cool yeah well yeah it was it was fun doing it absolutely mm-hmm. and I would totally be down to do to do another one, you know, leg if you Oh boy, uh, the reunion. I, I I know, right? I was like just talking to Gio and she's like, What happened to like ham and gam? Yeah. You, know, you guys had a cool thing going. I was like, yo, if you ever you ever got a rando tournament, you wanna catch some pugs, <laughs> like that was that that would be some quality content. You just yarning forever, no filter, right? And, and now you you guys are, are not fresh faced anymore. You know you're with contenders. We're old and, and saggy faced. Exactly. I see what you're talking you're about. You're grizzled. You're just grizzled veterans that know all this production jargon, this that the other thing. You know, and and what could happen now? What 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 kind of mysteries might ham and yams unlock? Right. <laughs> the mystery. The mysteries of goats. Honestly, uh, like well, we just like well. we. We tried Maybe. pesticides. We tried burning down the entire forest. We tried buffing Reaper. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I it's it is it is super exciting. I mean, like actually, like speaking of kind of like sure. where are they now, mm-hmm. right? And and I don't even want to put myself in like this place as if like I'm like Monte Cristo or something like ten years in the business. But relatively speaking, for me, I've like yo i've been enjoying the shit out of my life so far like it's don't get me wrong it's super stressful sure i would yes i I was like working 24 hours straight with no sleep just like three days ago which was dumb but you know and and like it's it's so cool to see kind of this whole like like because because there's never any guarantee but Mm -hmm. we like he and I, we kind of started very at a very similar place, and now we both get to say that we've achieved at least some modicum definitely of, um, success, right? Like doing the thing that we tried to build a career around doing, and um, fingers crossed for the future. But you know, it, it's just super cool to to see, and like you and you saying like, "Hey, I just met this weird dude named after food this mm-hmm. one time at like BlizzCon or you know whatever," and it turned out that he he had like a really good plan going and from you know bgg we got all these offshoots all these cool broadcasts and and like that's that's my favorite part about esports right Mm -hmm. is there there is no well-trodden path this is now we're really diving into the cliche so like grab your snorkel um but it it is kind of like the wild west right I i was talking to my dad the other day and he was like he was like you know getting kind of like he was like impressed and also like then he realized that he also needed to be worried he was like oh it's like you know he re- i read your article on like mbc can i share it with my friends and everything and i was like yeah of course you know because that was super sweet like mbc sure. sports philadelphia is something my dad could like understand of right? course like, yeah oh you know like a, a real publication you know like um <laughs> but uh but then he was like it's like the wild west right like you basically like make it or break it off the back of your own work mm-hmm which is like on the say on one hand super exciting because like you meet one guy at DreamHack Denver left guy praise mm-hmm. Alex Gilfrost love you forever um and he's like gives you a recommendation to broadcast GG and then from there you know poof. of course though in in the same breath though that means that there are you know like the way that the wind blows sometimes it's hot sometimes it's cold and um and you always have to be prepared for for those 
uncertainties sure. too. But um, but it's just so cool to see where everybody is. I like yeah. blew my own mind the other time. Like I was cast so doing NA contenders playoffs, and mm-hmm. I was it felt so stupid. It was literally like the gif of like the galaxy brain thing, <laughs> um, because I was like talking about like oh where we've been, where all these teams have been, right? Look at look at how far they've come from like the first week of contenders, and then I mentioned uh, first gen. <clears throat> And their assistant coach by Zenith, by Zenith, this guy, and the, like, you know, kudos, by the way, great coaching. <laughs> but, um, but like, I, I was like, how do I know that name? And then I remembered, I like, when I was doing research to prepare, sure. I DM'd him and I was like, I've already DM'd this guy. Mm-hmm. And I look into the message history and it's like, you know, November 2017, I ham tornado a nobody was asking by zenith also a nobody like the captain of a nobody team if i could like cast their rando scrims and he was like oh yeah blah 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 like upload the thing and everything and now we're both (laughs) now we're both in contenders yeah right it is a small world that that is something that i i find really interesting about esports is one we're all just a bunch of nerds that that mm-hmm. weirdly formed a community around playing video games for money, right? And that's really cool. Mm-hmm. But secondly, it seems like everybody's kind of connected in some way. Like it, yeah. it is like a weird sense of like seven degrees separation from like Kevin Bacon, where like you skip like one or two people, and it's just like, oh, I know Nate Nanzer. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> I like know, oh, okay, right? what? Um, yeah. Oh, the the commissioner of the Overwatch League. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know. And it's, he, he plays, you know, squash with my buddy. Exactly. Pickle pickleball every Friday with my grandma. Yeah. And used to mm-hmm. used to babysit me. It's strange. It, it really it really is like that though, because I have a I have a friend who's like who's working at a a, a marketing company mm-hmm. and they were like, Yeah, my boss like hired Nate Nanzer for his like first job or something. I was like, What? <laughs> no way. You know Nate Nanzer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like what happens gonna get invited to like a birthday party <laughs> i think nancer would throw a mean party oh i bet that guy's like styling i mean even, even like first a of the arena it was like oh my god it with the next time you come to the arena molyville like do not pack a jacket like bring a t-shirt it is really sweaty. it is yeah i know it's right? hot in there like, yeah yeah because <laughs> you know the funny thing is they actually had a piece of like uh, shoulder content to sure. show I, for, I forget which day they showed it like before the game started or whatever mm. it's like oh oh I know it was D Fuel with Jane and I remember this because he's like yeah here at Dallas Fuel we like try to give our players the best possible you know uh, conditions to work in to simulate you know the conditions that they'll be experiencing at the arena so we actually even cool the rooms to like a crisp 47 degrees Fahrenheit you know just to like <sighs> simulate the <laughs> and I was like not this year apparently. <laughs> actually it was nate nanzer who told me this so like mm. if i'm wrong nate no i'm just kidding um but he was like yeah so we actually just like moved all the computers to a different room to like another part of the studio so now we don't have to cool like the entire building yeah <laughs> it is so hot it's like literally sweaty like damp so just be that's careful. Yeah, that's not good. Normally, like at events or conventions, this that the other thing, they they try to keep everything very chilly because, like you mentioned, there's lots of PCs they exert heat. There's lots of people of various sizes that exert heat. You know, everybody has a different body temperature. I run uh-huh. a little bit low because I'm a serial killer. Just a joke. <laughs> just a joke. Everybody out there, FBI, just a joke. It was is it humor? Ha 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 ha. There are not bodies. No bodies. No. 
none. Okay, just saying. Uh huh. Yeah. No, I I a hundred percent believe you. Yeah, like you don't you don't want people to be hot and sweaty while they're sitting watching a game, eating a hot dog, and and sipping on a glass bottle of Coke with their name on it. You know what I mean? Like you don't I... you don't want that. I they did have cute little Coke bottles that said Owl to twenty nineteen mm-hmm. on them. I was like. That, that's another thing. Like, I can to to your story that you know you, you showed your dad esports and look, I'm running for NBC, and that's something that at least he can kind of latch onto. Is like, okay, like this is legitimate. Mm-hmm. I just got off a podcast where I kind of like lambasted people for like over and and kind of overinflating the social impact of you know all of these like big you know brands and stuff. But it, but there is a lot of weight in that. You know, if yeah. I say like, oh, I write for this thing that's sponsored by Coca-Cola, people are like, oh, okay, that's interesting. Oh. Tell me more. If I just say, yeah, I write for this thing um, that's like uh, sponsored by Hot Pockets, they're like, sure, buddy, whatever you say. <laughs> I love Hot Pockets too, but. but <laughs> how yeah. legitimate is this really? You know, like, yeah. are you just going to get swindled here? Mm-hmm. You don't, you don't that want is, that. That is the thing with Overwatch right now. It's like you're kind of pulled in these two directions mm. right because like you're which i haven't been able to watch tat crouch yet but um oh, you're good. Don't worry about but it. i'm assuming like you know because because there is valid criticism sure um that maybe you're like top loading this mm. a little bit too much right you got coke you got legos you got sombra pringles you got <laughs> lucio oos right you got like <clears throat> So many of these big brand deals, T-Mobile, Toyota, right? And so, of course, like the league looks beautiful. And this is like where you're going to get the money, um, hopefully to continue to sustain throughout multiple seasons. But Mm -hmm. on the flip side, of course, then is like, what is the stuff that people aren't seeing, right? right? Should there maybe be a little bit more uh, resources allocated there? Because people haven't seen it yet, but that doesn't mean that this isn't something that we shouldn't be supporting sure and of course like <clears throat> where i'm talking about t2 very broadly speaking not mm-hmm. just about na but like eu i know because because <clears throat> like here's the thing right it's it's like how are you going to find talent to sustain the playing the game part of your league right because you have ways to pull in all the fans with like the fanatics deal which is like eh, mm, you know? yeah. <clears throat> we'll see we'll see fingers crossed <laughs> the the hoodie that i have is looks nice so but you know, like you have you have a way to pull in like the fans, sure. right? You got all the great merch. You got all the you know you can buy like you see your favorite heroes on like your food products. Yes, I will say they've done a great <laughs> job at like the outreach. It's just the right. fact that we always have to try and legitimize it. You know what I mean? It's just like always yeah. we 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 want to be legitimate. We want to be legitimate. I think at some point we're gonna have to slow down and say. Yeah, getting Coke, getting State Farm, getting Stride Gum, getting Hot Pockets flavor grenades. You know what I mean? Like, that's all cool. And if they want to throw <laughs> money at us, that was a thing. Okay, just saying. Look it up. MLG oh, flavor really? grenades. Yes, I swear to God. Ask Chris Puckett if he's ever had a flavor grenade in his life. I think that's what they were called. They had like a barbecue ranch. Next time you see him, ask him. I'm sure he – that and Stride right, Gum. I'm, I'm, I'm penciling it down. Yeah. If you remember Stride Gum, used oh, yeah. to sponsor oh, yeah. MLG as well. So. Definitely. Tony just Hawk got in on the stride gum thing, right? I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I remember like seeing Sean, some commercials. Sean White, maybe? Sean White, yeah. Yeah, the snowboarder. <clears throat> Regardless, um, it, it is like this this need or this want to be legitimate. And I think mm-hmm. with the rise of, you know, video game streaming and, and you know, how esports is done very, very well with that, I don't think we need to, to um, 
try to appease everybody who who doubts us anymore. I think that we're on a very you know nice path. Is it is it the game itself? No, not necessarily. I think they come and go. But I think the yeah. idea of esports is not a bubble. You know what I mean? I, I think we are legitimate. I don't think we need to sit here oh, and, yeah. and and try to explain everything to everybody all the time. Yeah, I think mm-hmm. we've certainly got to the point where where people understand like watching somebody else do something that maybe you don't necessarily do for entertainment. Yeah, exactly. Right? It's just another it's just another one of those. Mm-hmm. But I wanted to, you know, double back a little bit because I think it's actually mm-hmm. super um commendable, very respectable, and actually kind of awe inspiring that you've been doing this for how long? Less than a year? A year and a little bit, a year and change? Where where exactly? Uh... Oh, you know, I actually... Do we have the day? Day one? Ah, uh, day First one. dollar frame. I... <laughs> First dollar frame. No, because they are virtual bucks, and I've definitely spent it on something bad, <laughs> Ex- probably oh, totally. You, you, you and your exposure dollars, too? Now I gotta go cash mine in. Oh, my gosh. Um, so I think I started casting November 13th, 2017, 18? Okay. 2017. Yeah, 2017. So, so we're going on year two. Yes, exactly. Wow. But still, two. that's crazy to think about. And like, not super long amounts of time, you've reached like contenders level success, which again, puts you on a short list for the biggest stage in your game. I think that's absolutely Fingers fucking crazy. Fingers crossed. Don't, don't, don't cast or curse me with your powers now. <laughs> well, I, um, af- after week one, I don't know. Maybe, maybe I got some prescience in me. We'll see. But <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. So like people talk about like end goals, right? Mm. All the time. And I don't think that like, you know, everything that we've been talking about, sure. I don't know if there's really an end goal in esports, right? We, mm-hmm. there's things that look hot, things that look cold. But for me personally, as Overwatch is my main title, mm-hmm. um, I would, the dream would be to cast Overwatch League, just to be like, to to <clears throat> on one hand to just be able to like sample the quality of those games and try and like bring the same love and excitement that I have for this game to like such a wide audience, right? Sure. Um, and then to, on on the other hand, like there there would be just personally a sense of satisfaction that like hey like like there's always more to learn, but I've like I have like. I have peers. I can be peers mm-hmm. with the owl guys. That would be insane. Like just to be able to like shoot shoot the shit after a game and like talk about those kinds of things, right? And I don't know. So so that's the dream. Hey, China Overwatch League, if you ever need a caster. Um, I got two hands for two phones. There you go. And um uh, yeah, but that's that would be that would just be the dream and um you know, I just gotta keep working hard. I think mm. like the Talked That's about, that grinder you know, again. Of, the grinder's coming out. <laughs> Got to work hard. <laughs> you know, I, I keep telling myself because like the like the thing is more there's going to be more pressure put on your shoulders, right? Sure. There's more to lose, right? The the further up you go. And then there is also like it cannot deny there is a sense of complacency that mm. happens. Like not just to me, but to Boop too, to any to anybody, right? Cuz you feel like, "Oh, well, I've like achieved this quest marker. I could just like rest." Yep. Right? Like there'll be time to farm up more like stronger weapons for the next big quest. But it, it really is it's not a sprint. It's a marathon. Oh, yes. And that's like the hardest thing that, you know, for, for me at least, because there's a Chinese saying, Wu Ko It's called five gulps of hot air. 
right? It's like really easy to all in on something for a short amount of time. Mm -hmm. And it's much, much harder to maintain that consistency through, you know, months, years of work. And I think personally, that's like where I am right now, right? So, okay, well, I have this casting aspect, but um, I mean, Leg and Geo actually super inspiring. You too. Um, <clears throat> just the amount of like, other content that you guys are constantly cranking out um you know just like lights of fire under my boot being like hey you can't just just sit yeah. back and be like well i've i'm contenders now blah one step <laughs> away from you know the casting out which is not how it works mm -hmm. uh you you got to keep pushing because again it's the wild west any yes. anybody can make it right yep. who's to say that just because ham tornado is here today doesn't mean that a better tornado is going to come tomorrow mm -hmm. right and I don't know what that would look like. Spam tornado. Oh. Spam tornado? Oh, spam tornado. Have you got spam tornado in here? Is that your oh, alter man. ego? Is that your like your after hours, you know, Smurf it's account that you go on and it's a Torb one trick? <laughs> spam tornado? Maybe a Junkrat main? <laughs> oh, yeah, no. Junk, junk, that would definitely be Junkrat. Junkrat. Spam right, fair tornado. Enough. Just like, yeah, no. <clears throat> to, to your point, though, I, I definitely... Um, identify with the Chinese proverb that is my life in a nutshell. I all in everything for a short amount of time and I go very, very hard at it and I burn myself out and I, mm -hmm. I, I crash and burn. You know what I mean? Yeah. But in that same sense, you, you followed up with, you know, looking at your peers and even in people that don't necessarily are direct competition to you, you draw inspiration from it. And then again, I, I very much identify with, I look at you guys, I look at all the casters, I look at the other writers, you know, I, I, that, that pushes me forward that, that, you know, it's cool to see you guys doing cool stuff. It makes me want to do cool stuff too. So I go out and do cool stuff, or at least I try to, you know what I mean? You do, man. You're I like try, I try. Such a, no, no. It's like rain or shine. You can always count on volatile. Oh, well, thank you. Well, thank you. Mm -hmm. Now, I did, you know, coming full circle back to, you know, Oblivion and the weapons and, you know, doing a little bit of a, of a research. When we talk about you on the short list of the Overwatch League, um, I remember Trid actually Your asking. Your words. My words, yes. <laughs> to be fair, you know, not, not uh, you know, wax stamped by Nanzer himself. Not he, trying to he claim He probably it. has a wax stamp, right? Like, I, honestly. One for personal, one for business. Exactly. I would, right? If I was the commissioner, I'd just be like, oh. I have like my family emblem, like set up a, would, a, a weird hedge mini. Yeah. I would make a family emblem. Exactly. Right? Yeah. Like, <laughs> surprise now, we are all under the seal of the woodchuck. There you go. Nan the Nanzer woodchuck. Woodchuck. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna get absolutely toasted if Nate sees us. Anywho, um, <laughs> Trit asked you who from BGG you'd like to cast with, and if if I remember correctly, you mentioned uh, Crystal Bosco as as you yeah. know somebody who you you had a lot of fun with and is very analogous to Boop. When we look at the Overwatch League, who might you be interested if you were given the opportunity? Who would you love to partner up with? Oh man, that's. It's a hard one because everybody is so great. Mm -hmm. uh, let me think. It's it's like it's like asking, like, what meal would you eat for the rest of your life? Yeah. And honestly, because it's like, OK, so what comes to the top of my head right sure. away is Doa, mm. just because I love Doa so much. <laughs> <laughs> just, like he's like he's like I feel like he's like the Beto O'Rourke of Overwatch casters, right? Mm. Like maybe didn't like he he skateboarded back in the day oh man the like hair with the wall bangs and 
but now he's just like your super super cool uncle mm-hmm. he's like we <clears throat> he's very um i would say I feel like he looks at everything very holistically and is super approachable, which for me is is like a huge selling point because I get so nervous mm. anytime I, I I talk to any of the owl guys. I always sound like an idiot. Um, and trust <laughs> me, so do he, I. Don't don't he, worry. He keeps he keeps talking to me. So <laughs> <laughs> um, also, I'm I'm I'd be really curious to just like technically speaking, work with somebody who casts play-by-play in a very atypical style, mm. right? Um, amongst all the owl play-by-play, you have the Ubers, you have, you know, Achilles now, yay! Mm-hmm. Uh, Achilles and Wolf joining the fray, and <clears throat> you have Semler, uh, who also has a pretty atypical style, and then Doa, who is kind of like the OG. He, like, I, I feel that Boop gets compared to doa's style of play-by-play quite often because it's maybe a little bit slower paced it's not you aren't like necessarily hitting the hype in the same way that you would in traditional sports casting which Mm. to me is really interesting because monty and doa were my and still are just like my og love of, of a casting pair so there must be something there that you know even though it's like maybe not what we're really used to hearing that really spoke to me and i'm still trying to like kind of figure that out but i would love to cast with doa that would be a dream Doa, uh, that w- that was my kind of guess was either doa or wolf i feel like you bring oh. a lot of a lot of energy you bring a lot of that that kind of pep and Doa. I didn't know we were allowed to pick color casters. <laughs> yeah, I mean, either one. I flex. I flex. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> um, because I, I would also love to cast with Wolf. Yes. I, <laughs> oh man, there's just that. Is, that is really, really kind of interesting. How, how the you need like a balance of energy, right? Mm-hmm. Like when when Boop kind of you know pops off and he's shouting and yelling. I think there there is you know a, a tendency to, to meet him at that, but sometimes you know you got to bring it back down, you know, go back and ask some explanation. You, know, you have to level people's um, what's the word? Not not attunation of their ears, but you know you don't just need everybody yelling yeah, and screaming yeah, all the time. You, gotta, you have to you gotta, balance it out. What what we say when we do the uh, Hammond Boop feedback corner all the time sure. is you got to weaponize your uh. abilities, right? So some people are like you know really hit that rap god note mm. you gotta weaponize it right if mm-hmm. you're rap godding all the time it becomes the new normal right yep. so if you want those moments those hype moments to pop the most weaponize it right if you're like super funny you're always throwing out jokes then people kind of become numb to it like like you said like they tune it out and so you gotta weaponize it right mm-hmm. hit them exactly you know for that maximum value that maximum impact and uh and yeah for for casting it's absolutely about finding that balance like within yourself obviously and also partner wise mm-hmm. so <clears throat> Something that I actually even because like here's the thing like I love leg and jaws like sure. their their duo together is penultimate Britishness like I feel <laughs> I I'm like I'm like ready to like pick up my bowl and there's like crumpets in it and you're just like what how did that happen um but the first time I heard them cast World Cup I'm not sure if it was like the mic or what it was mm-hmm. I literally could not tell their voices apart mm. um when they were casting fights fight specifically and which is hilarious and i was like boop are you hearing this right now he's like i don't know what you're talking about but (laughs) because like i cast with leg for ages so i know what his voice sounds like but like him and jaws were hitting a lot of like those same notes um you know and again i don't know what like thinking was it could just be that they sound very similar when they cast fights um but like 
And as time went on, I could tell their voices apart. But for like the first day, I was like really struggling to like see is this like leg is this jaws because they also have a really interesting um hybrid pairing style where they seem to cast like fights almost like 50 50 or like 60 40 you know it's not like a a straight like color play-by-play delineation um yeah so like just i can imagine for like viewers because what i've heard is um is like sometimes if you have two british casters casting for specifically a Western audience, so like mm-hmm. the US, um, then it can be like orally, A U R A L, like confusing to hear two voices that to you, like a dumb American, you know, who can't distinguish the accents, that sounds like it's just the same person right. talking and talking and talking and talking and talking. Um, so yeah, those are like kind of those small things that you don't always think about mm-hmm. necessarily, right? So definitely, yeah, there, there's a lot more that goes into casting than just sitting there talking about games. I think a lot of people like to to throw that around and it is a, a nice succinct way of explaining what you do but there is a lot more credit to be deserved and, and that goes into it and a lot of homework and a lot of study and a lot of you know like you said identifying styles and you know what is typical what is atypical you know what what should you do what shouldn't you do like there's there's a lot of things that go in there's a lot of homework that goes into to and- doing what you guys do yeah, and and even even when you do receive feedback, this is the other thing that like Boop coined it, and I mm-hmm. agree a hundred percent. Is be a filter, not a sponge. Yes. Right. So even if even if like casting Jesus came down and was like, you gotta like stop being stop grunting so much, for example, or something. Sure. Be a filter, right? Like there there is because it's an art of entertainment, mm-hmm. right? Like how do you entertain somebody and. And uh, there, there's a lot of times there aren't really any hard black or white. There's like better and worse answers or sure. you know, ways to do things. But it's almost there's, there's very, very few instances where it's just like, do this, don't do that. Right. So <clears throat> when you're listening to people, filter it out. Right. You always can bounce it off of your own experience and be like, does that make sense? Yeah, that that definitely makes sense. <laughs> like when I when I listen to casting, I am not here to listen to my neighbor like grunt on the workout bench. Sure. I, I watch video games to escape that reality. So maybe cool it on the grunting, which is absolutely feedback that I've gotten. <laughs> <laughs> now straying away a little bit from casting, you know, we've we've journeyed through many, many different events, mm-hmm. many different, you know. I wouldn't say many different pairings, but you know, I think you've you've dabbled with a, a few. Oh, I get around well. Over, well, n- no, I wouldn't say that. But now you've now you've landed with NBC Sports. Kind of talk to me a little about what uh, what led into that, and how's how's writing going? Oh, are you my editor, Eric? No. <laughs> um, how's the writing going? <laughs> oh man, I bless editors, man. Like for real. My my sister has the editor's mindset, mm. and it kind of scares me. Um, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, it's it's been going quite well, honestly. Good. Like, um, I've really enjoyed like flexing this side of my abilities because, um, like, as as great as it is as it is to just like be on camera and be able to like reach people in that way, like writing is is like allows for a little bit more forethought, I suppose. Mm. And and you know it, it reaches a different audience in a different way. And I've always loved writing. Like, so to be able to to do that professionally is such an amazing opportunity. I really, excuse me, I'm very lucky to to be in that position. Um, but yeah, with NBC, the the I actually write, uh, I believe 
its action esports is contracted by NBC to produce ah, for okay. them these amount of articles. But since my articles don't actually show up on the action page, I get to say I write for NBC, I suppose. If everybody's like, where's your, what's the directory? I'll just link NBC. There you go. Um, <clears throat> Yeah, so the I, I do hope to be able to stretch a little bit further into like the analysis portion of sure. these articles as the season comes on. Because right now we're kind of just like setting up, setting up this, the narrative, right? sure. setting up the narrative. Who are these players? Yo, we went to their house and it was fucking dope. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, so so that's that's the hope because I am a caster and I, mm-hmm. I like to approach the games from that view. And I think especially as, um, you know, like Boop and I's. Our, our biggest goal, or at least my biggest goal when I'm casting, is to be able to bring like that same excitement and love of the game to the audience as I feel, mm-hmm. right? So, and, and a part of that is making sure that everybody can understand what's going on in-game. Uh, and I think I have a particularly good ability to break down maybe complicated or, you know, on, on surface level, very <clears throat> complex uh, concepts sure. into something that's more readily digestible for the general audience so i hope to be able to do that for nbc coming soon coming soon is there anything on the horizon that you've been writing about i know that you're kind of now now is it that you're specifically covering philly and and their mm-hmm. kind of quest throughout season two okay is there anything yeah, so anything on I'm... the horizon that maybe uh fans of yours could uh, look out for well, promise the second day of interviews will be coming up. You can find out, you know, all of your favorite players' footwear because there is Beautiful. actually a really hilarious theme in like everybody's like, you know, same same white t-shirt and khaki shorts, but the shoes must be yeah. Balenciaga plastic slippers. Weirdly enough. It. Yeah. Yeah, there there is a pair of foam Balenciaga slippers floating around that house, and you'll have to read to find out who. <laughs> Something in me tells me it's one of the Koreans, but I'm not sure. What? No way, no, dude. No, never. Fashion I, forward it's, players. It's it's a good guess because the Western players prefer animal footwear. Yes. Like Poco's fish flops, mm-hmm. which everybody knows already. So <laughs> to close out the interview, because we are kind of coming to that time, mm-hmm. I want to get the, the background on your... I'd say your coin phrase, and I want some merch from you in the near future. Oh, Explain oh. to me how you came up with Grandma Juice. <laughs> Yo, okay, so here's what I'm thinking about merch. Okay. A cartoon on a buff, veiny, and it just says, give me the juice across the top, and then it'll be her with her gun. Anyways, I like um, it, I like it. Mm-hmm. You can make it happen. Um, <laughs> granny juice. When? Oh, okay. So uh, it happened ages ago. Boop and I were casting like, I don't know, Chinese contenders or something <laughs> <laughs> um, a, a while back. But mm-hmm. uh, I had just played a game with an Ana and I was playing like, you know, shitty Winston. So, but she was, he was, he was, there was an Ana and then there was a diva. We were trying to do the dive sure. and, um, and then Ana nanos the diva and the diva immediately self-destructs. He's <laughs> just sitting there and the self-destruct flies over, you know, Dorado or, you know, whatever gets no kills. And then the remix and the nanos wasted and the diva goes, sorry, granny, I wasted the juice. And it was just locked in from there. And it was it was that it's a perfect granny's juice because like I think one of the 
I think something that I just love is like we we all lean into it, but I just love the absurdity of like what's happening. Like we are a bunch of grown adults, true, most of us, true, and at least you know physically. Cast yelling over video games and other people in these video games are playing as like giant, you know, genetically enhanced gorillas mm-hmm. or tiny diminutive like Egyptian women who shoot her teammates in the ass in order to make them more healthy. And then sometimes you give them like a shot of PCP or whatever, and that makes them go in super deep and like just the absurdity of like what's actually happening. Cause to all of us, this is like totally oh, normal. Totally oh, normal. Yeah. yeah. Nanoboost. Blah, blah, blah. That breaks the bubble. But like, if you actually think about it, you're like, this granny is just like, it's, it's a great grandma who's 67, nine, 8,000 years old, still combat ready. Apparently, mm-hmm. you know, shoots people with this granny juice. And I, I just really enjoy, like <clears throat> occasionally highlighting those yeah. moments where we would be like so hype it's incredible and i'm like you know granny juice <laughs> or like when um <clears throat> when akawa was stalling the point on hanamura b as mm-hmm. a hamster sure Oh, hanging from, from the, the ceiling, ceiling just yes. like hanging there i'm like yo he's cosplaying mistletoe it's a rodent chandelier because you know like to all of us we're like worried about how they're gonna get him down mm. are they gonna see him is is there gonna are they gonna be able to finish this with no overtime when it's like a hamster chandelier right and it's just funny to kind of poke fun at those moments every once in a while you have to you have to you know analysis is important sometimes but if you can kind of wrap god out some of those you know references which to be fair like those are some absolute fire references rodent chandelier and cosplaying mistletoe are not something that i would think of off the top of my head within like a a a microcosm of of how how short you have to think of that that's that's incredibly impressive and and to be fair uh there is a short list of a lot of articles that i I have to write that have been pitched to me from uh, a friend that you and i share about how the south korean government somehow has to fund all of diva's mecha suits so uh, (laughs) yeah i I feel you because right like how does that work doesn't make any sense you're all they're also clearly hiding some kind of teleporter transporter right you know technologies boom just happens it just pops into existence right it's not secrets gotta gotta we have to reverse engineer it we'll have to see mm-hmm. but you know uh th- thank you for for coming on i, th- I think we've thank uh having me, yes, yes thank you it's always uh, a pleasure one of these days i want to get you and boop on um to kind of oh. uh one day in the future we'll we'll get you both on we'll do a a three-man show and we'll, we'll we'll just meme about overwatch maybe it'll be like a preseason or a postseason kind of wrap up i don't know we'll, we'll figure it out but we should yeah anytime man yeah well thank you thank you um you know the last little bit of the interview is yours so plug all of the uh all the doobly-doos all the socials and uh shout out anybody you like the last little bit is your podium to speak on oh my gosh so much pressure well <laughs> i would uh i would like to well so if you want any more ham tornado content first up uh sorry but no um any of my articles any of my casts i'm always going to be tweeting about it so you can check me out at a twitter at ham underscore underscore tornado you know so double middle finger for whoever took all the other versions um (laughs) you can also catch me on my twitch going to be streaming more me and boop as well so twitch.tv slash ham single underscore tornado if you don't uh, fluff around with the underscores you're probably going to eventually find my sorry face on on something um so that's my twitch and uh i will be 
you know, fingers crossed, we're going to be getting some more NA Contenders content coming your way. That's going to be on Twitch as well. Um, and as far as shout outs go, man, I don't know. Shout out to Volamel for having me on this awesome podcast. Uh, and then, of course, my my partner, Boop. Uh, you can also find him on Twitter at Boopasaurus Rex. So that's about it for me. All righty. Thank you for joining me. And again, I appreciate you, Ham, for coming on for episode 11 of Del Further. Um, we'll see you guys next week, hopefully. I think I have somebody from Montreal joining us, but we'll see. We'll see. Thank you for stopping by, and we'll see you in the next one.